This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. Stress, everybody's got it, everybody feels it, but what do we do with it? How can you get it handled so you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what our podcast is all about here at Dr. Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, alongside registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How are you doing today? I am great. We are just a few weeks away from Christmas, and I'm very excited about this one today because the topic is electronic etiquette. <laughs> wow. Uh, are we doing this for kids or the uh, adults? It works for everybody, but you know what? <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, we're all kids when it comes to this, really, because you know what? This is such a... Like, just imagine that cars just kind of showed up in our culture and people did not know anything about them before. And now we all got to figure out how we do this now. How do we drive? What are the rules of the road? You know, that sort of thing. But that's, that's basically what's happened in human culture right now is that, you know, like 20, 30 years ago, this was not an issue, right? Um, 40 years ago, like the, the idea of a personal computer wasn't even a, an idea. And so in the grand scheme of the evolutionary evolve, evolution of humans, this is a very recent, recent thing. And so we're still trying to figure out as a culture, as humanity, you know, how to deal with this so that, you know, we can take advantage of it and use all the tools that are around the electronic advancements, but they don't destroy us even either in terms of our relationships or in terms of our health. I hear this frequently at home from a 13 year old Mm -hmm. and that is the, and here's the quote, times have changed (laughs) and inside my inside brain thinks you got that right. Yeah. Things are really dramatically different. My outside brain says, yeah, but not that much. Right. Right. Like, so But I'm lying when I say that, because when I take a look at how far we have come, well, a classic example, the Edmonton Oilers hockey club, when they Mm -hmm. played in the playoffs here in 2006, Never got back to the playoffs until 2017. Mm. That's an 11-year flip. And so at the hockey game, I take a picture with my camera, which was not, I couldn't do that in 2006. That's how far we've come in just 10 to 11 years. Right. And that's just, I'm just scratching the surface on a oh, topic yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, thing, the advancement uh, in electronics is huge, right? And um, I, I can't remember the exact term for it, but it's it's an exponential uh, advancement in terms of what's what's happening and the new information, new, te- new technology, new products that are coming online at an ever-increasing rate. And we just, we, we don't have the capacity to keep up with that on a biological level, but even in terms of uh, cultural uh, evolution, it takes us time to figure out what are the new rules around this stuff? How do we interact with each other in a healthy way using electronics? How do we limit the electronics? Here's the other thing. The, The actual hardware of the phones or the computers, they're seductive enough, but then the software, the programs, the apps, all the different things, particularly social media, they are literally built, engineered, designed to be addictive. And uh, what what research is showing us now is that when, when we're getting 
um, we're on these types of uh, platforms, our brain lights up. We're getting hits of dopamine, right, in our brain. And we're getting uh, the, the parts of our brain are lighting up in a similar way to if we were on heroin. Now, that's scary for us adults. Yeah. But it's super scary for kids because their brains are still developing. Let's uh, talk about social media here. While we've opened up the world to all of this, we've mm. also opened up the world to a lot of stuff that I don't know. It, you know, somebody often said it was like opening Pandora's box yeah. because there's a lot of good that can come yep. out, but there's a lot of stuff out there that, I mean, there's a lot of hate sites. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of people bullying other people. Yep. I just, I don't know where it's going to end and I don't know what to do at this point. And I'm sure I'm not the only one asking you this question. Right. And, and, you know, in addition to the good that it can do, because listen, technology to some extent is sort of like neutral, right? Right. Uh, I, I, I question around the social media because like I said, it's built and designed to be addictive. So it's not quite neutral. Um, but how we use it, it's really important. Like it has been used to share information. It has been used to, you know, the, the, the dream was, okay, well I get to put my pictures of my kids on, on the internet and grandparents can watch them and can see them without having to like, you know, go to the mailbox or whatever. Right. Sure. But that was the good old days. That was the good old days. Yes. Right. Now it's just like vitriol. Right. (laughs) So it's like, we do need to, we need to be in charge. And that's one of the things I, I, I usually tell people. It's like, look, if you're, if, if you're looking at this like a car, you drive the car, the car doesn't drive you. Mm-hmm. You're in charge. So if the car, if the technology, if the application, if the app is something that's useful for you, then use it. But understand that if it becomes not useful for you or it becomes a detriment or it becomes it's taking up too much of your time or it makes you pissed off or jealous or anxious or depressed or whatever, eh, you can turn the car off, right? You can always, you know, switch what you're doing, what you're looking at or don't look at it or better yet, take a little vacation from it for an hour or a day or a week. We've gone through a couple of really difficult elections in Alberta and in Canada over the past year. And I, it made me long for people posting pictures of what they had for dinner <laughs> on Facebook. Remember, that's how it kind of got started. We were talking right. about the kids and the grandkids, and then people would say, hey, look what I'm having that's for dinner. Right. And we used to laugh and go, what good is this? And then, of course, it turned into uh, it turned into Speaker's Corner. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the worst part is, is that nobody really wants to hear anybody else's opinion anymore without trashing people. And it's just, it's so negative. Well, this is the thing. And, and, and look, at that's the... The, the foundation of a healthy culture, a healthy society, is that we hear each other's opinions, that we, we talk to people who disagree with us. Sure. And we try to have a reasonable conversation where we try to understand where the other person's coming from, share ideas, share perspectives, and hopefully both grow from the whole process, right? The problem is, and this is where this type of technology is not neutral, um, it's... it's all of these platforms, particularly the social media platforms, they are built, their economic model is one where they're searching for eyeballs, right? Right. And so the more people who are looking, the more time people spend on these platforms, the more money these makers make. And so what they do is they will give you stuff that is going to piss you off or make you jealous. They, they're, they're trying to elicit some sort of emotional reaction. The easiest one is anger right now. Um, and so the... The, the platforms are developed this way and then the algorithms that the platforms are based on 
uh, they're also built to give you more and more extreme views of whatever it is you're looking at right now to keep you dug in, to keep you interested, to keep you engaged in it for no other reason other than, you know, the longer you stay on there, the more money they can make from advertisers or whatever. So it's, it's, they're not platforms that are built to make you happy or to help, you know, produce peace and joy in the world or anything like that. They can be useful and I'm not bashing them as a tool, but I think it's really, really important for us, especially as adults, to understand what is what they're based on and then also teach our children how to manage this stuff. Well, that's the, the big thing here. It's tough for me. Mm-hmm. How is a 13-year-old going to handle that? Or, or let's say somebody in their mid-20s where it's just, it's it, we're living in a crazy time. And I know we could do individual podcasts and all of these platforms and try to figure out how to handle the stress that each one creates. But, you know, today we're obviously focusing on, focusing on electronic etiquette. And, and you're using a car analogy. You're driving a car analogy. And you talked about that, that you have to drive the car, the car doesn't drive you. Right. The other one you're talking about, and this drives back to, bad pun, <laughs> this drives back to what we're just talking about on all these various social media sites is important to stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to make sure you have good boundaries, okay? You got to make sure that you're not like being the troll or the bully online, but you also got to make sure that you understand that some anonymous person somewhere in the world who is saying something about you, their opinion matters like not at all, like it's zero, yeah. right? Um, and and, and you, we need to remember that because we get, we really get hooked in with this idea that these people out there are somehow meaningful, right? And oh no, somebody didn't like my picture or oh no, somebody said something bad about me. And I've fallen into this myself. I've had feedback, I've looked at some feedback that I got online or, or even feedback like, you know, in the old school way of, you know, you get the feedback form after a talk or whatever. Right. And it's like, oh, my heart. Oh, but you know, I, how could they say this? And, but you know, look, we all have opinions. Everybody's entitled to their opinions. Not everybody is going to like you or everything you post or your opinion or whatever, and it's okay. And so staying in your lane really means understanding that your boundaries are something you, you are responsible for setting up and then defending, right? So knowing what is yours and what is good about you, but also letting other people have their opinions and, and, and giving it the weight it deserves, which is very little. Don't give people the bullets to, to load Absolutely. the gun to shoot back at you. Uh, my dad passed away, a uh, heart attack in 1988, and he always had some wise advice. And when he would pass it along, I think when I was younger, I probably did the, oh boy, right? You know, the, the just like, I, but I find as I get older, all that advice now means so much more. When I started in the media business in the mid 80s, he always said, what other people think of you is none of your business. Absolutely. And it has stuck with me to this very day. And I try to apply it to social media. And that is just do what makes you happy. And if it makes others happy, great. If it doesn't, then they can just go away. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the rule of thumb is this, uh, the one that I try to use. I'm going to do what I need to do to look after myself in a healthy way that's not going to interfere with other people getting their needs right. met. Right. I'm not going to try to like make other people miserable. I'm not going to try to hurt people. So if I'm not doing anything to deliberately hurt you or standing in your way of getting your needs met or whatever it is, I'm just going to go live my life. If I get feedback, meaningful feedback that says, you know what, this this thing you did, Gans, this is, this is kind of hurting me a little bit, well, I'm going to adjust that, right? Sure. 
anything other than that, though, I, it doesn't matter. Like, you just got to go on with your life because it wasn't, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. And so I just get to live my life. Not everybody is going to like what I do or what I say. And, you know, as, as much of, as a likable guy as I am, <laughs> not everybody likes me. And I'm, I'm good with that, right? You some, have to be. Well, some, people, some, some folks say if you're not pissing somebody off, you're not doing your job. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We're talking about stress. And today the stress is involving electronic, uh, electronic etiquette, which a lot of people don't get. You can also uh, take a look at us on Facebook. Just check out Ask Dr. Gans. Okay, now we're talking about people driving their car. But there's other drivers on the road, and man, some of them don't see driving the same way you or I do. Exactly. And it's important to recognize that, right? And so we, like, we, we are responsible for what we do. We're not responsible for what other people do. And so we need to, just going back to the whole stay in your lane discussion, the boundaries there are, okay, I don't have to take that on, but I also don't have to, or I should be wise enough not to expect that people will think like I do or uh, be respectful like I am. I, I hope they would be. That's This is what etiquette's all about. But I have to be wise enough to know that that's not the case. This That particular thing is so, so important to teach kids because kids are, by their nature, the way their brain is built, they are um, self-centered, right? And I don't mean that in a bad way. That's just, just the way it is. Just that's all they know. They yeah. know them and they know their experience, right? And so they- We, we refer to that at, a, at our household as uh, opera singer. Uh-huh. And then do you know what an opera singer is? Mm-hmm. Me, 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 me. <laughs> that's, that's how it works at our place. <laughs> exactly right. And that's just that's just because they don't they haven't been on earth long enough, right? I mean, yeah. that's all they know. And so so to teach them when they're dealing with stuff online or even on the in the schoolyard, they can't expect people to always see things their way, yeah. but they also can't like it's not wise to think that everybody's going to play by their healthy rules if they're if they're a good person. Not everybody's going to be a good person. So it is really really important for us as parents to teach that to our kids so that they are aware that you know, don't be wandering off into the cyber woods by yourself without, you know, somebody who's going to look after you and don't expect the wolf to act like a sheep, right? Um, it is important to know that there are bad players out there and that um, you need to protect yourself when you when you go into that world. We'll get to that in a second. This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We talk about stress every week on each of our new podcasts. You can check us out on Twitter as well. Here's the handle, at Ask Dr. Gans. Okay, let's let's touch on that though. And that is talking about reporting bad driving to the police. Right. So <laughs> so okay, so there are rules and and most countries now around the world do have rules about like uh cyberbullying especially for children, right? Um but even, you know, attacks on individuals, right? From from people I know one of the things that uh, when we did the round table a few weeks ago, right? Um uh, one of our one of our panelists, uh, Joel Gottlieb, right, uh, was actually talking about when he had the stalker, and uh, she was doing all sorts of stuff like setting up fake web pages for his three year old daughter, and just all sorts of just really crazy stuff that was very very destructive. So, there, fortunately, most countries have rules and laws against this, and this is one of those things that Joel was able to do was able to go to the police and actually start to shut some of this down. But the big thing is for kids, they need to know that there are even more 
people in there, more police around to report stuff to. So there are parents, there are teachers, there are, you know, um, there's, there's the actual police that you can talk to if you're being bullied. But the biggest protection for a lot of this stuff is just turn the damn thing off. Right? Yes. Just teach your kids and, and you as adults know that, you know, we can take a break from this stuff. We can turn the key on the car. We can park the car in the garage and go for a walk. We can do the same thing with our electronics. We can take a break. We don't have to engage. Our life should not be lived online. Um, this, this should be at most uh, an add-on, something we do that's going to improve our lives or help us be more efficient in our work or maybe a distraction for, for leisure or for fun. But it should not be our whole identity or our lives. One of the things that I've learned is that if you're a better driver and you're more confident in what you're doing, you can drive a little quicker. You yeah. can get faster to where you want to go. Yeah. Is that fair to say? It is. You, you get there, the, 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 the scenery is better, everything is better, right? So this, for me, what this means is we, uh, as, as humans, we actually have to develop ourselves. So when we develop ourselves and uh, we're easier to be around, we're more fun, we're more interesting, we're better read, uh, we connect with people better, this is going to help us to feel better generally. It's going to help build our self-esteem as adults, but really with kids. But it, there are some real-world practical impacts to that, too. We, we tend to have better real-life relationships. And if we're having better real-life relationships, we're not going to care as much about this, the, the virtual relationships we have. Right? right. They're going to be, you know, we still might have them, but they're not going to carry the kind of weight that they do if that's all we have. So building up the capacity, building the skill of looking people in the eye, building the skill of being able to carry on a real conversation, not just on text, uh, building up the skill of like putting down whatever the electronic electronic device is and being able to fully be present with our children, with our coworkers, with our loved ones, anybody like that, that uh, that is a huge skill that helps us be better and be, you know, quote unquote, better drivers. As much as I make uh, fun of the opera singer, the me, 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 me thing, I do like it when people carry themselves with a, an element of confidence. Absolutely. Pimp Absolutely. your ride, I guess, is the best way to probably, <laughs> right. uh, probably the best way to put it. But yeah, it, it, it makes life better if you're confident and you're, uh, you, you're looking at your surroundings and basically adapting to your surroundings. Yep. And you know what's going on. You're paying attention and you know how to interact with those surroundings in a healthy way, whether those that's people or that's, you know, like just like actual physical environment, right? So I know, you know, this is a little older now, but uh, several years ago, there was the whole Pokemon Go um, yes. epidemic, I'll call it, that, that was happening. And people were walking into traffic and they're walking off cliffs and they're, you know, like really hurting themselves, right? And, and so, you know, pay attention to what you're doing and realize that you are in the real world. So this little thing that I have taught my kids and I teach the adults that I work with and my you know, workshops or when I do the, my speaking. So for the younger folks listening, um, you, I might have to explain what this is, but a newspaper. <laughs> wow. Right. A newspaper or a magazine. <laughs> That's a big paper, right? It's like, you know, it's got People would flip on pages. It. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make a lot of noise and stuff like that, right? <laughs> so um, I say you want to look at your, you want to consider your, um, your device like a newspaper. Anything that seems like it would not be a good idea to do with a newspaper or an actual magazine, you shouldn't do with your device. So you wouldn't walk across the street reading a newspaper, right? You wouldn't, 
you wouldn't drive while you're reading a newspaper. You wouldn't go to dinner with a loved one and sit across from them and read a newspaper. Yeah. You wouldn't have a discussion with somebody at work and read a newspaper. Those things just wouldn't make sense. But we do the same thing with with our devices, right? We're having an important conversation and we hear a buzz or a bing and all of a sudden we're out of it, right? We're checking what it is. We're talking. I have, not, I have nine things coming in right now as we speak. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. Right. And, but we do that with that, but that causes stress for us because we're on call to the world basically. But then it also causes stress in our relationships because the person, every time we do that, we're breaking that connection. We're breaking that that reciprocity in the relationship. And before long, we have problems in our relationship. And that's a whole nother stress and probably several podcasts we could talk about that. Just before we wrap this thing up, I want to also point out that the person who's the most addicted to any kind of social media in our household is speaking right now on this <laughs> podcast. So it's not like I'm poking fun at the, the, the oh, boys yeah or my better half, I'm the worst one in the house. I'm the one who's the most addicted and I'm trying to get it under control. We, we, this is it. And we lead by example, right? Yep. And and this is, this, is, this is the new reality that we all are in this situation. We do have the responsibility to try to teach our kids, but it's... <laughs> It starts with us teaching ourselves, right? And doing what we need to do to manage this in a healthy way. That's wrapping this podcast up. The next one is the big Christmas show where you and I get to share a few stories from our past, which may tell people a fair bit about both of us. And also, you know, there's a lot of fun and stress that goes along with the holiday season. And uh, you'll recognize that there's plenty of stress and plenty of fun to go around. So we're going to get to that coming up. We get some holiday week. music too. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have a little Perry Como and Dean Martin throwing on there. A little, a little Bing will be on there. We'll uh, we'll uh, you know what? I'll tell you right now. Eggnog is a guarantee. I'm bringing eggnog in for sure. If you want to bring something to go in the eggnog, and there will be quite the show if that's the case. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Uh, that's all the time we have. Your feedback is essential. We absolutely love the feedback, so drop us a line and our mission here. Yeah, we want, listen, we want to connect with as many people as possible and make sure they have the, the tools, the advice, everything they need to be the best that they can be, reduce their stress, have a better life for themselves and the people they care about. So if you like what you're hearing, for sure, share it. You know, sh- Let people know uh, so that they can also get what they can get from these uh, podcasts and all the information on the website as well. I can also pass along next week the a great Christmas book idea. <laughs> I'm just going to say it like that. Uh, but also, in the meantime, go on our website, which is AskDrGans.com. That's AskDrGans.com. Thanks for your time today. And if I have my electronics down properly, I will hit this button. We'll see you next week. Take it easy, guys. Okay. One, two, three. Listen. Listen.